Will and Merlin. You come too, waking up after having a um, decent night of rest. You maybe feel a little uncomfortable looking around at first, trying to get your bearings um, before you remember that you're in the um, sort of bandit hideout or the caverns, these watery caverns that lead to a temporary bandit hideout. Um, in the room around you, you can see that Fix is already awake, pacing up and down, and you can see that Fire is staring intently at you, Will, when you wake up. Can you not do that? Good morning. Morning. I take it there were no intrusions? Hmm. Oh, hundreds of spiders, but I handled it. Congratulations. You've also neatly cleaned up all of the bodies as well. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, we survived. So what's for uh, breakfast? Probably all the food we took from these guys last night. Mm-hmm. But I really don't fancy our chances of living off of that stuff for too long, so... About time we figured out how to get out of here. Do you have any ideas? How many pathways were there coming out of that central cavern back there behind us? I have 50 ideas for you. I will tell you. Um, on your way back to the bandit hideout, when you came back to bury Carmen, you um, will have recognized, and each of you will probably have spent enough time in that watery cavern that where your feet are sort of somewhat underwater um, that's down and adjacent to the area that you're in. Um, there are like five potentially viable exits. Um, one of them would require you to swim down and under the, the, the cavern network. It's a hole that's absolutely big enough and is technically an exit, but I'm letting you know that there is an area that you could easily swim underneath and potentially find a way out. It is the only one that heads south as well, which is the way you came from. The cavern uh, entrance is south of you, um, with this being pretty much directly north of where that cavern entrance is. Um, one of them similarly requires you to climb upwards. There's an awkward um, area uh, on the way in that you could easily climb up and into. Um, but the watery sort of um, walls and the trickle of water that's constantly running down the walls of this place would probably make it quite slippery and the handholds would be a little more dangerous. Um, those two being the two of the five possible exits, but also the more dangerous looking routes for you. Um, there are three that you saw that are large enough for you to um, fit through and begin walking the caverns. Three essentially natural pathways. Um, these would be the ones that you hid in when you were preparing to deal with the bandits in the first place. Three kind of, we'll call them pathways, but for intents and purposes, they're not you know, like masoned or anything. They're natural pathways that seem to lead further into the mountain. Um, two head to the um, east and one heads to the west of the cavern you're in. Um, that's it. Uh, you can inspect them more if you want now. 
or whenever. Okay. But those are the Red. ways that you've seen in and out. Um, one of them is the spider way, which you know has spiders running up and down the walls with large spiders nesting above. Um, and that's the one that heads west. There are two others okay. that are in the cave. Brad, when you, uh, when you kind of like jumped in almost mid-sentence there and said, I have a few ideas. I thought you were voicing a character that like suddenly <laughs> came into the room. No, 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 oh, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, you, no, you got me real good. Scary. I thought you were suddenly, there's a new yeah. character in I the room talking ideas. to you. How are we going to get out? I have a few ideas. Hello. Oh, no. I gave you a free long rest, free of encounters, um, because I felt like you guys deserved it. So... Um, you guys have all, uh, you will all receive the benefits of a long rest, which is full HP, a full complement of spells and abilities, and half of whatever hit die you have, um, back. So the hit die that you used, I think you guys, actually, I don't know who used what. You have half of your maximum, you get them back. Um, and, uh, yeah, you will have had a long rest, you've got food, you did have food and things, you've had your own food as well as some relatively acceptable looking food that the bandits had in fact actually the bandits had some pretty decent food i would say it isn't that uh it's not like old and stale too much um you get the sense that they picked it up in coal recently um much like probably your set of food as well um not the worst food ever so you guys are all good for for that sense and rest um and yeah through the night we can assume that you guys took watches and stuff fire only needing to kind of sit quietly for a little while um and there was there would have been no no crazy things happening you might every now and then have heard like the skitter of something nasty maneuvering through the caves um every now and then there's a plop in the water um that may be a big drop of water or it might be something else um, but nothing that really made you, um, you know, have to wake everyone up or have to deal with anything. Um, so that would have been your evening, and we can assume that you guys are all feeling rested, but probably not comfortably rested, based on the, uh, circumstances. Right. Uh, with as many different twisting pathways as there are out there, one of them must take us to another exit. Let's mm. have to figure out which one. Mm. Well, the mouth of the cave. Towards the myth. We should probably do that quick too, because I gotta make a confession, guys. My survival instincts kind of kicked in, and I ate all the food that I had that we got from uh, our uh, our friends. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All of Again? You Merlin? That was... That was... At least five days worth of rations, and you ate all of it. That was five days worth? That, that's like a, a day and a half for me. Measured carefully and with some discipline, yes. That was about almost a week's worth of food. I get the impression you almost want to die. No, I, I'm I'm like a bear, uh, ready for hibernation now. I'm good, but I, I can't say for the rest of, um. Uh, 
see. It was my this stomach why, talking, why, okay? This is why I've kept my food separate. And if I catch you touching my bag full of food, we have a problem. No promises. Well, now you're significantly nourished and your brain should be working properly. Have a look at this. I'm going to get the box of notes out uh, that I had. And I want Merlin to look through them. Mm. Oh, I, 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 I take them and I start having a, a looky. Yeah, give me um, an arcana check. 25. Damn. Wasn't even a natural 20. That's an 18. Um, let's see then. Um, one of the um, pieces of paper in here uh, is still rolled up. Um, it's a small looking thing that's rolled up and, and tacked together as if it's a, a message that might go by carrier pigeon. Um, Everything else in here um, relates to necromancy um, and a thing called Warlock Binding, which even with a 25 on Arcana would be difficult for you to really um, understand just based on the fact that this isn't a thing that you necessarily would learn in a book that you would have come across in your past very often. Um, but you understand enough about this stuff to tell that everything in here appears to be... Um, relatively basic um it seems like a lot of these scrolls and writings and pieces of paper are quite old the newer ones um relate to the summoning of a demon um upon closer inspection it's almost as if the, the this was written as if uh as if demon was in quotes a demon um you see the name shamzeel give me a Give me just a base intelligence check. Just a big, big number intelligence check. A 13. That's a save. Oops. All right, hold so on. So it's all good. You can just take the uh, two off. Oh. oh. Or roll a 20. That's fine. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, and um, then roll, roll it again. Roll me another one. well you rolls are on point today um tell me when you would have what type of books you have read um how you would have gathered them um on books relating to um dark evil demonic fiendish creatures because i don't really know what merlin has studied i understand i know how you studied and and how you acquired most of your books but i wonder if you were drawn more to like story books or if you were drawn more to factual books or simply spells and things like that well, I think Merlin would be um, interested in his spells. Um, uh, a few eroticas on the side, and um, I, I will—I I wouldn't say anything in regards to uh, the, the the demonic side of the. Uh, yeah, no, I—I—I um, I, I, I don't think so. No, 
So you would know too much. Then you, uh, some from somewhere deep in your memory from a very long time ago, you recall a book that refers to um, similar things with this warlock finding stuff that there are um, many demons um, that they, it's suggested that they are um, they're living either in another plane. You've also read that they live inside the mist. Um, you there is no confirmation that these demons are real or anything like that but you understand that these strange um warlock people are able to run um pacts um and contracts with beings of great power much greater power than than the strongest wizard that you would have ever heard about um the type of power that comes along with a a fabled creature or a god or some other thing that has been kind of lost to time or misunderstood or misinterpreted um, this setting doesn't have gods that come and land down next to you and say hi to you like Zeus um, there is no proof of any sort of gods or anything like that so you um, you would put that a warlock gaining their power through another being through a patron through a pact or a contract um there's a lot of debate about it i guess um some people saying they're just sorcerers that come up with a an excuse um sorcerers being able to just draw magic from the ground or from their blood or from some source um that's definable um one thing that you've read about is that many warlocks refer to this being known as Shamziel or Shamziel. Um, they also refer to this person as, and this is only knowledge you have, these aren't in the notes, um, the Fiend, the Dark Wanderer, and the Twisted Eye are all names for this being that have recurred over the years when warlocks and wizards and scholars refer to this powerful being known as Shamsil. Um this would be the prince of demons this would be the demon of demons and the ruler of them this would be the the satan <laughs> um figure um I think that's all you know about Shamziel for now. Um, but you definitely understand that you've pulled that on that roll for whatever reasoning you want. Um, the Child of Darkness is not something you will have heard about. Um, it's just, it, it's not something that you recognize. Um, it could ref refer to any number of things um, but you'd have to use your imagination in terms of your actual knowledge of a thing known as the child of darkness you're not sure but it's not Shamziel um, the other things that are in here will allow you if you would like to pull the pieces of paper from here that you um, that you uh, need you can 
and I don't know why I didn't write this down correctly, but you can use it to transcribe into your spell book um, the spell Animate Dead, which is the third level spell. I think it's above your ability at the moment. But when you get there, you will actually be able to take, but essentially, and we'll just, we'll, we'll treat it like this. You can just write down, but it's it's from the scraps of this that you have a scroll of animate dead. Um, again, your scrolls scrolls can be used by anyone in the party. By the way, I have a rule where you roll an arcana check to use the scroll. Depending on the um, scroll level, depends on where the the DC of what you have to beat. Um, when you roll the arcana check, it will cast the spell once. If you fail the DC, the scroll burns up and is gone forever. Um, so anyone can cast any spell from a scroll on an arcana check, um, on an action. Uh, however, Merlin, as a wizard, can in instead transcribe the spell from the scroll into his book. Um, the scroll is used, but Merlin now has it in his spell book and is available to him to cast. Um, through most of these pieces of paper and through i think it probably takes you a little while merlin because these pieces of paper are filled with weird things that simply don't make sense to you um even though most of it seems to relate to necromancy um, which is a school of magic that you maybe are not um familiar with but you certainly understand um and uh the warlock binding stuff which is very alien to you even though it makes sense in many theoretical ways that you're attempting to bind people to demons um it is very 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 confusing and a lot of it seems like it's almost purposefully confusing or the person who wrote them is maybe a little insane um and then you get to the pieces of paper that are just crazed scribblings <laughs> and they're for the most part crazed scribblings um let me see what languages you speak because you you will recognize some but not all of the languages present here um some of them are for sure not even in a language some of them are drawings and scribbles and things like that um yeah you recognize some in many of the languages that you speak um some that are not um but it's just insanity, basically, is what it is. Um, a lot of these pieces of paper are scribblings. Things saying, like, you are here. Kill your companions. Harmony. Um, mother. Just written on a piece of paper, front and back, in small, large, backwards. Um, the child. Something bleeding through. Why did you kill me? All of these strange writings are written over and over and over and over again on these on these pieces of paper and they don't have anything to do with the spell casting it's just crazy crazy writings um in all sorts of different languages and all sorts of um uh, images once you kind of collate all these things apart you can determine what's necromancy what's warlock binding what's information that almost feels like it comes from a diary or or keeping notes so as not to forget um, and what's ramblings most of it is ramblings there's not much on the warlock binding and the stuff that's on necromancy actually allows you to realize that you could you could potentially transcribe this into your own spell book and learn a necromancy spell 
Um, and then there's one last little piece that's a wrapped up little note, which you can open if you want. You know what? I will open it. Okay. Because I'm a curious kid. Yes. As you open it up, Fix, you see uh, Merlin unravel a single note. Um, when you see him do it, you recognize Carmen's handwriting on the note. And it says, He's going into the mist with three question marks. Stationed outside Som's Point, I've found him. Send everyone. We have him. Finally. Merlin, for you, this is more crazed symbols and... You, this is not in a language that you recognize. The fix over his shoulder, you can easily read what it actually says. This is a coded message, Merlin. What, what does this even say? I can't read it. It just says what we already knew, that Carmen found him. But he's going into the mist. Why? possibly in the mist. What did he say yesterday? He said, the time for metamorphosis. He's traveling into the mist deliberately. Hmm. I then give uh, Fix back all the rest of uh, the scrolls. I uh, had my use of these. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you. I'll pack them back <clears throat> Something's Going into changed. the mist on purpose. Have he said something crazy. has changed. How could anything change in the mist? How would you even know? And that he didn't even know himself because he was looking for the grill. He was looking for the things coming out of the mist. And the child of darkness. Is he taking another child? Is he trying to do this again? Has he perfected whatever it is he's been doing for years? If he's been doing this for years, a child of darkness could be an adult of darkness by now. I was thinking the same. What does that even mean? I will note that Will is like staring at Fix as he makes this statement. Yeah, Merlin's staring at Fix too. What? No, uh, nothing. Uh, you're, you're pretty. I just glare right, at you. Well, right, what, don't stare, do Merlin. Say? It's not nice. <laughs> Sorry, I know it's rude. And don't eat all the food. Don't eat all the food and don't stare. Were I you able to decipher... You had the light thing behind your eyes. You said that you didn't used to be able to do that. Do you have your own demon? Maybe a, a nice demon? <laughs> you know, whether it's a demon or not, couldn't tell you. I wasn't awake when it happened. When did it happen? Recent. Very recent. 
Mm-hmm. Before or after Grant's refuge recently? After. So you found out what happened at Grant's refuge, and you were not with your allies, and they perished. And something happened to you that changed you. And you don't know what that was. Have I gotten back in time? I would have fought to the death defending them. I believe that. We will avenge them. I... I, uh... If I had a straight answer for you, I would provide it. But sadly, I, myself, do not know what happened any more than you know exactly what happened to you. Only difference there is... A, mine was... relatively instantaneous, rather than a lifetime of suffering. For which I am thankful. So you do not suffer? Near as I can tell. I've not suffered any adverse effects other than... Looking at you is not the easiest thing. That's rude. I'm sorry. It's not your fault. And it's also not an issue at the moment. It's only when I'm... paying attention. Maybe I know the sun doesn't... Pay attention. <laughs> when the, uh... I know the sun doesn't come up every day, but when it does... you don't stare directly at it it burns your eyes a dish dropping and shattering on the ground right next to you it hurts the ears standing over a dead animal it assaults your nose and things like ghosts and skeletons and such now it's it's all of that at once it's overpowering and it's it's as real as any of my other senses hmm and well you're the you're the first person I've got that same response from and it was kind of the same as staring into the sun while someone was shattering something next to my ear that's why I reacted so harshly in the cave it's kind of hard to yeah hmm well, assaulting the senses <sighs> so if you could kindly stop assaulting my senses that would be great I'll take a step back. <laughs> um, it's not your fault, and I'm kidding. And it really only happens when I go out of my way to, to listen. It's like a sixth sense, but it's it requires conscious effort to tune out everything else. Well, perhaps next time you do it, you should give me warning, and I'll stay far away. Yeah, I'll, uh, admittedly, I really didn't see that one coming any consolation neither did I oh actually and I'll reach into my pouch and take out the potion that I took from Merlin yesterday 
And I'll glance at Merlin and just... You know what this is. You know, I can't say I took a good look at it to uh, d determine what it is, or, or taste it for that matter. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I hold out to Will. You were busy last night, but whatever this is, Merlin had an unusual reaction to it. Do you have any idea? Do you uh, take, let me it? take a look? Hand it over to him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I will take it. And if you could jog my memory, I know this was happening last session whilst I was distracted with other stuff. Could you reiterate exactly what I'm looking at? Yes. First, fix roll me a perception check. Um, for you, as you take it from Fix, you can see a small vial, clearly a potion vial, the type of thing that you would expect to purchase a, a potion in. Um, there's... It's about two-thirds of the way full, um, and it looks just, like, very, very um, clear. It, it At first, it probably just looks like water, but as you move it, it's a little thicker. The way it moves around the inside of the vial takes just a little longer than it would do if it was just fresh water um just a clear oh, liquid 14. in there and a 14 means that you forget handing this to will you remember having it but you forget handing it over just like merlin okay for you you feel like you lost it suddenly so does that mean she just sees me holding it and thinks i've pickpocketed it <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll take it where did hmm. it go where did what go how did you get that you gave it to him the thing you See just handed fire? me? No, it was in my hand, and I... You gave no, it to you him. You said, Will, take a look at this, and handed it to me. The same thing happened to Merlin. Exactly the same thing happened to me. I thought I was going crazy. So did I. No offense. Untaken. I handed you the potion. Was yeah. stealing our memories? Yeah, like, like three seconds ago, you just kind of handed it to me here in front of everyone. Um, although, okay. Hold on, did Mer Merlin, you handed this to her, right? Oh no, you wouldn't remember. Did Merlin give this to you? Yes, last night. And so I you remember him it handing to it to you. Yes. But he doesn't remember handing it to you. And, and then you've given it to me, here. but you've immediately forgotten it. Okay. Fire. And I'll just toss it to her. Mm -hmm. I'll catch yeah. it, but I clearly don't want to. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, I, I just toss it to fire immediately. Will, roll mm -hmm. me a perception check. Figured that was coming. Or you also forget throwing it to fire. You know, it's yeah. gone. It's for, as far as you're concerned, you had it for a moment, but it's just disappeared. Yeah, just immediately. What? Where did it... I could have sworn... I put I it behind holding. my back. Magic! It's gone! Was I not just holding a vial of something? Hmm. I don't recall. Huh. I'll walk up to you. And I'll do the... Stupid... Hold it from behind your ear magic trick. This? Wow, yes. fire. Uh, I know you had a, a bit of wizard in you too. Mm. Well, thank you. I suppose, I suppose it's best that our thief has quick hands. Do you want it back? Uh, 
Sure. I don't remember giving it to you. Well, 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 well. Before you hand it over, one I'll of us. Hold my hand. I'll like, give it back. We can continue this forever. I could do this could... all day. Continue. What? Wait. <gasps> did I give it? To... Hold on. Did I give mm -hmm. it to you on purpose? Uh huh. That does sound like something I would do. Here you one go. of us huh. is going to have to keep hold of this. So. I hand it to yeah, one. Yeah, sure. Else. I just. Give me a perception check. Come on, roll 20, please. Roll 20 doesn't like your first roll ever, does it? No. Oh. 11. Uh, you do not recall giving it to Will. It's. Do, can we pass it in a circle till <laughs> someone gets a, gets a high perception? <laughs> I mean, what I remember don't know the conversation dice, though, so. like, yeah, yeah, I would yeah. remember saying like, "Oh, I'll give it to you, and then we'll see if you remember." Um, I just wouldn't remember actually giving it to him. Sure, you, you can determine it however you like. You I'll just go lose the mm -hmm. sense that you handed it to him. You I'll lose, take a closer look. Really, it feels it. a little bit more like you're losing sense of where the potion is you know what i mean like mm. as opposed to mm. you lose a gap in memory of the last 30 seconds oh shit car keys that i could put in it <laughs> just like, <laughs> automatically lose them wherever yeah. they go has magic. it changed like to look at does it look still the exact same it looks exactly the same yeah i have never seen anything quite like this oh, actually I wait like maybe it. i have and maybe i have and i forgot it oh, <laughs> God. you never know Maybe we've all seen this before plenty of times and we just never remember. What if we've all done this before? I don't want to dwell on those possibilities. <laughs> well, it's amusing, but fairly pointless. I I have no idea what it is and shy of, you know, consuming it, which I'm not going to do. I really have no idea of how we determine what this is. Just please keep it away from Merlin. Last thing we need is him consuming it. I'll put it in the bag with my food. Okay. But right now, you and then put it. a childproof lock on the. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> Keep track of where it is. Um, so Will has the unlabeled potion. Yep, correct. All right, what do you guys do now? We have a few options. Route that takes us towards the mist. Mm. One that takes us back the direction we came in. One full of spiders. And I don't particularly fancy getting wet. Yeah, there was a, there was a slope back the way we came as well that looked like it headed up. But it doesn't look up. like an easy climb either. Up the mountain? <laughs> well, sense of direction's kind of tricky down here, but I'm pretty sure the mouth of the cave was facing east, yeah? So that means if we looped around into that spider room, we'd be heading back west. Which is A, backtracking the way we came, and B, potentially walking back into our friend outside. I don't so, think he'd still be around. He said he wanted to travel last night. True, it's unlikely he waited this long, especially if he has other things that he deems more important. Still, though, we I, I think we should head east. So maybe one of these pathways that heads east... We could be walking straight into him again. But at some probably point our safest or another, option. At some point or another, that 
will eventually be the plan if we're going to confront him. But I see where you're coming from. We don't want to run into him unexpectedly. Mm -hmm. We could go back to Cole, but I think that's perhaps my cowardice talking. Well, it's also just giving them even more of a head start. We don't know what they're up to, but the more time passes, the more time it gives them to... They know we're looking for them now. Because he'll tell them. Mm. I would assume. Unless he, for some strange reason, keeps it a secret. Plus, so he almost felt the, like he didn't care. Plus, some of their scouts will not have come back. Hmm. Like, when they have men failing to return to their posts, they're going to know something's wrong. I just don't want to give them any more of a head start. I'd, I'd like to examine the, the upward path, the climbing one. Um, how far up can I see visibly that this trail goes? Um, give me a perception or, a, or I guess, a survival check. Or even an investigation check. It'll be fine. Twenty on perception. Um, it's it's a it's a short incline for about fifteen feet of easy-ish looking climbing in the sense that there's a lot of handholds. Um, then you would have to do some sort of Mission Impossible two stuff for for about 10, 15 feet. You could potentially jump and and leap up to what looks like maybe a ledge. Um, but there's a relatively flat kind of, it would almost look a bit like, uh, looking at the top of a well, but obviously much more natural formed, um, like a, like a tube coming down, um, climbing up to the, the well part would be difficult and, um, there's water running down the entire thing, dripping down above uh, where you guys are into the kind of pool of water at the bottom. Um, overall, probably about 25, 30 feet above you. Um, quite easy to get to the point where you start climbing, but the climb up into it, um, not easy, and then pretty difficult at the top. Once you get up there, you can't really see what is in the room, but you can tell that it's a cavern that opens up. With water kind of running down Can I tell what direction? Can I tell what direction it heads up there? Well, it looks like it opens to a cavern, so it goes all directions from where you're looking at it. It, it goes almost directly above the room where you are. Essentially, okay. there's one route up, one route directly down, and then three routes, you know, sideways out of the uh, the main cavern here. And then, lastly, from top to bottom. How tall is it? Like, if I got all the way to the top and then lost my grip and fell all the way down, all the way like, down. how, how um, far am I falling? It would be... It would be 35 feet. So we round down. Oh, to that would hurt, but it wouldn't be the end of the world. Right. Mm. You want me to try and well, go up and take a look around? I, If you're a confident climber, then be my guess. I was just thinking one of us who's adept at scaring walls could go up there and just poke around and see if see if that route looks safer than the others it's not that high 
Mm. I could try something. What um, kind of something? I glance at the little floating thing that's hanging around me. I, um, well, I was playing around last night and I think I can see through its eyes. And then I'll... That is not at all horribly concerning, but mm, exceptionally useful. You You're assaulting his senses again, I think. <laughs> that's going to be a thing now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Very well. Have our have our new friend scout around up there. Adorable. If he's, I don't know what you mean. We if should he's uh, not, nickname it if the he's Child not, of Darkness. Uh, oh my god, I hate you so much. I think mm. If he's not cute. constrained by gravity, then by all means, let him go on up and take a peek around. Actually, why didn't I think of this earlier? I'm going to open my bag and fish through it. I have a grappling hook. <laughs> I want to take out the grappling hook and be like, can he... he can? This is pretty lightweight. <laughs> Just like... Off, I'm gonna like hold it out to the thing, like take this. If he could just fly up there and just set it conveniently on something solid, we could just climb the rope. I'm not sure he can carry that. I mean, can he carry that? <laughs> it weighs like flying? Two, weighs like yeah. two pounds. It's not that heavy. Well, uh, well, we can give it a go. Um, and I'll just close my eyes and just sink into my collar, and then, uh, yeah. So you we'll see uh, this little thing just. He's in fire form, right? Uh, no, he's in the little. He wasn't a blob form. Oh, if he's in, yeah, smoky, ashy form, he, yeah, he can't carry it. Sorry. Can he fly in the yeah. fire form? Okay, yeah. He can fly in both forms. Okay, cool. Uh, he will be in the fire form then. Okay. Carry it. Um, is he grabbing the grappling hook or the rope? Uh, I'm, I'm offering he, him the hook. Yeah, the hook. Okay. And you want him to fly up into the room. Yep. Okay. He grabs the um, the grappling hook, kind of looks at you, this strange um, fiery spirit, kind of like a little, uh, uh, like a little fairy or something like that, but completely made of fire and what looks like non-burnt wood um, parts of him. He has these kind of wings that don't flap, but um, he just begins to elevate upwards. You see the um, the room around him and the and the the cavern that he moves up into, lighten with the fire um, as he brings the grappling hook up into the room. Um, he's peering down now, the grappling hook hanging down, looking down towards you. I can control him, right? Yeah, you can tell him. So, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. Okay, literally cool. ordering yep, around to do stuff, yeah, <laughs> psychically. Um, all right, I'll try and find uh, some sort of crag that I can attach it to uh, around the entrance or just a bit further out. Let's see if he understands what that means. All right. He goes and finds a crag and attaches it to it. And then he'll look around and uh, survey the area quickly. Okay. You get the sense that it's um, a room much like the one that you were in before. The, this creature doesn't speak to you. It just gives you feelings, um, brief images and senses. The type of thing that feels more like a, a sense than a conversation. The sense that you get is that there is a, very, a similarity to the room that you guys 
um, found him in, the room that he was born in, the room that it has the the campfires, um, and not the kind of watery cavern that you're um, in, looking at the uh, the hole that leads upwards. The um, it doesn't seem like there's any exits from this room. It just appears to be a, another cavern up there water running down the walls and you get the sense that he doesn't like the water um so you get that feeling that he's uncomfortable being surrounded by water in this room um so there is the hole straight up in that cavern as well right that goes towards or is he's, this just a completely closed cavern you're in let's say cavern a the main right. cavern um yeah. with all of the different cavern ways coming off of it um, this one is literally just a hole in the ceiling, basically. Yeah. Uh, and you're looking up into it. It's lit. You can see that it is just kind of a domed-looking cavern up there. Um, and this natural-looking hole that's come down from it probably yeah. fell through once upon a time and um, like a bath filling up with water on the first floor or whatever. Right. And it's just emptying. Just he seems to looking. think that it's just a, uh, yeah, like an empty-looking right. cavern. All right, bring him back down. Okay, he comes back down. He leaves the um, the grappling hook up there. Yep. He floats back down. And I uh, am myself again. It seems empty up there, but it's kind of hard to tell. I think right. I've attached the grappling hook somewhere solid though, so okay. I'm not going to be the well, first to try it. Okay, I'll uh. Actually, Fire, if you'd like to do the honors, in the event that you slip in some way, I'm pretty sure I can catch you. I'm not entirely convinced you can catch me, if you'd like to go first. Okay. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll just start climbing. Yeah, give me an acrobatics check with disadvantage, because it's very difficult to climb up. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try and figure out what's going on with Do elf things. There we go, elf things. Elf things. Woohoo. Uh yeah, you successfully climb up this thing. It's not easy to do. Your your boots are um slipping on this rock. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, when you go to the edge of like a rock pool at, at the beach or whatever, and there are those areas where it's all slippery rock, just yeah. endlessly being put underneath water. Um, your boots catch the right areas. You realize that it's very slippery, but you manage to kind of jump from one area, get a good foothold and a, a grip here and a grip there. As you come up to the area where there's kind of a leap, you stabilize your legs and just a little leap up and you can get your fingers over the edge. Um, just enough for you, strong fingers from pulling arrows. Um, uh, pulling arrows, yeah, that'll do. And then lifting yourself up into the cave, um, you see around you a kind of um uh yeah like a like a, a domed cavern natural looking cavern um stalagmites stalactites lots of water running down the walls there are plenty of cracks and um holes that lead into this room but none of them even merlin wouldn't be able to fit into that would lead out of this place the grappling hook is attached to um not a, a crag, but attached to what looks like uh, a skeletal hand. Um, when you see the hand, it has what looks like four, three fingers and a, th a thumb. The bones thick um, up to the first knuckle and then very thin um, and long. 
This is the hand of something uh, monstrous, some sort of creature, not a human hand, but this, the type of thing that you might find on um, something that lives out in the great beyond. Um, clutched in its hand is a grappling hook and underneath it, a key. Mm. <laughs> Can I just take so how's a it moment? looking? I don't I don't say anything because I don't want to yell because I'm scared. <laughs> Can I just take a moment to try and listen really hard? Fire? Is she okay? Mm -hmm. I just uh, wiggle I try to wiggle my foot aggressively at him. <laughs> We we could maybe take Merlin and throw him up there to find her. What? Can I can I see the foot? You can see the foot. Okay, I don't know. Is that like a help? I'm in trouble, or is that a shut up? I really can't tell. I just kick twice to try and shut up. <laughs> I'm gonna read that as shut up. Okay, I think she's just trying to be quiet. She's I just want right. to listen really hard and see if I can hear any skittering or something moving or, and I want to look all around as well as I can to just, just very slowly to not draw anything that might hunt with motion. Yeah, give me a perception check. Yeah. 16. You listen uh, as best you can. You can hear the sound of the water running down the sides of the um, walls, falling and puddling and dripping off of the um, uh, stalactites, but it doesn't seem like there's any creatures in this cavern with you. Um, you can just about make out each of the walls around you. You can see that um, there's lots of um, mulch piled up against one wall um, as if maybe there was like a nest or something up mm -hmm. here once um, but it seems like it's long since been abandoned by any sort of creatures or anything like that there are there are plenty of tiny little bugs and, and things in the water and stuff like running up and down yeah. the walls but nothing that's like seems to be a huge threat to you right now okay these bones look old Am I within arm's reach of the skeletal hand? Like, um, could I yeah. stay in the hole and reach? Okay. I will just try to quickly snatch the key and drop it for them. Okay. So key drops down through the hole. One of you can snatch it out of the air. Will. Oh, Will's taller than you, so he gets it. Damn it. Merlin reaching up and then just <laughs> Will's hand catching it. Oh. <laughs> I, I could have caught it. I, I, I believe you. I, you can hold... Actually, no, you can't. I take a little scrap <laughs> from my, uh, my pouch and just drop it for uh, Merlin instead. Oh. Yay. <laughs> Um, anybody want to mm. roll an investigation check that's looking at the key since you're all grabbing at it? Determine what yeah. it is. I will. Yeah? Go for it. 
15. 15. Merlin, you Ew. have never seen this key before. Um, no. Fix, you have seen, maybe even used or understand what this key is. It's known as a scarab's skull key. Um, there, there are a few of them around. This the type of thing that's um, rare, but rare in a common way, in a way that you wouldn't recognize them and will have used them before. Scarab skull keys are keys that will fit any lock and unlock it, but it breaks after one use. Um, so you have Scarab Skull Key. Okay. Um, fire, okay. in that room above you, there's nothing else. Um, unless okay. you want to take the actual hand or return the grappling hook, which you could easily also do just by pulling the thing. Yeah, down. I kind of want to take the hand. Okay. And I just want to drop it down <laughs> to scare them. All right. Um, Merlin's going to try and catch it. Well, first of all... Oh, no. Um, roll initiative. Roll... You three roll insight checks. And fire roll an intimidation check. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, a hand comes falling down from the top. It's not scary. It lands in the water below you and plops. You see that it's... <laughs> Well, it's the uh it's 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 a skeletal hand it breaks into a couple of parts as well because it's old and the bits fall <laughs> off of it well since merlin like looks so disappointed that he didn't get to catch the key i'm just gonna move out of the way <laughs> i'll let him catch that instead bunch of bones fall on the ground around you merlin if you want to catch one of the finger bones you can okay i i, I guess he catches one of them all right Give a finger bone. You can give me a nature check if you want, Merlin. If you recognize what creature this hand comes Okay, from. yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Please don't eat oh. that. <laughs> 13. You know what? I'm just going to see if I want... No, I'll you don't recognize it, it, but it certainly comes from a... A beast of some sort. It's a. It. It would. It would probably. It. It doesn't come from a human or a gnome or a tiefling or an orc or anything like that. But it comes from something that. Um, it, I guess it would look kind of humanoid at first. It comes from like a, a, a beast, creature, um, something that needs big hands that come to points. We've probably got nails on. Um, on the flesh um, but the hand grip would be strong with these long fingers for picking and pulling at flesh um, what the creature could be it could be any number of different things um, you know it could be some sort of giant ape like creature something like that um, like a wolf ape or something you know that somewhere between those two creatures is what you get the sense of um, and I give you this because you've spent a lot of time around creatures and nature and stuff in the forest but what the actual creature is, the shortlist would be too long for you to guess right now. I will come down. I'll drop down. Yeah. Climb down. You can do that. Um, A dead end, seem... I take it. Mm-hmm. Other than that key. <coughs> what is this just thing, anyway? Or was it attached to a body? It was under the hand. It was just a hand. No, oh, I'm just a hurt. Mm -hmm. Any idea what no. this weird-looking key is? Mm. It's Can I look um... at it? 
Oh yeah, you can roll in investigation checks as well. Mm. I'm not gonna roll. Will just wouldn't know what it is. Yeah. Um, fire, you uh, don't recognize exactly what it is, but maybe you've seen one around. Uh, something mm. similar, but you don't know what it does. You might have seen them for sale. Um, there are lots of shifty types that sell things, kind of underhanded magical items, like a black mm -hmm. market dealership type thing. It looks like the type of thing that probably would be sold from one of those kinds of guys, and that's exactly what it is. Um, Fix, you understand that, but you seem to be the only one that really knows it's exactly what it is. I take it from you, and uh, explain to you what it is. And then I'll just give it back. It's, it's a, got one-time use. So what? Be careful. What I mean, they're useful, Evil, but... creepy-sounding... Did they just teach you this in some sort of demon school? Scarabs, that's the most morbid... Yeah, you found it. It's your key. I'm gonna toss it to fire. Demon school. Is there? There's not. No, there's As not, right? No, oh. I mean, I was kidding, but if there's an actual, like, demon school... Well, no. Okay. Wouldn't even it's be not funny. Uh, it's a little funny. I wasn't. I was just asking. Well, that's a dead but end. It's a dead okay. end. That oh. one. So, I are we um are we rolling I mean, out the spider cave? I'm not completely opposed to killing a few spiders on the way. I mean, truthfully, I'm kind of glad about this. It at least it means one less route to have to mentally keep track of. Mm-hmm. You don't want me to check that one out, do you? And I just look down at the the watery grave mm. option. Are you a good swimmer? Probably as good a swimmer as I am a climber. See, this, this one poses slightly more threat because... If something happens down there, we won't be able to hear you yelling, and you can't just, like, you could have just dropped back off the ledge or yelled for us, but if you go down into water and something happens, we can't see you, we can't hear you. It's a little bit riskier. Yeah, You're really not selling me on this at all. Besides, if it is an exit, that means all of us have to try and get through there. And we always right. must assume something else is in the water. Actually, mm -hmm. I'm gonna look back at Fix's pet. Actually. Don't you dare. What? Does he even need to breathe? You're asking you the same question in a moment. That's not an answer. He doesn't particularly like the water. You get the sense that if you try and send him into the water, he's gonna be... He'll be killed and, and banished. I'm just glaring at Will. I can know exactly where this is going. <laughs> So can he swim or no? No, he can't I, swim. I mean, I, I would assume while he's on fire, he probably doesn't like swimming, but he's doing this weird, like, turning back and forth thing. I thought maybe he's... Whatever. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll just walk over to the water. Uh, Are you armored up? I am, yeah. Hmm. Good luck. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the whole... Pick up a rock and then just and it, it illuminate it and toss it in the water so I can see how deep it is and if there's anything moving around in there. Yeah, this the um the entrance to this pool of water that, that runs 
underneath um, the area at the southernmost part of the cavern here. In fact, just to the to the other side of this, I guess to the right, facing to the west, is the part that you climb up to go back out the way you came in. Um, and it's also directly up towards where the spiders are. Um, this pool entrance is a slope that leads down um, and is quite wide. Um, it's probably about 10 feet wide uh, that runs down. And as you watch this, this um, lit stone roll into this water and then continue to slide downwards, you see that it slides down pretty far. It goes down maybe about 15 feet um, before coming to a stop about 15 feet away from you as well. Um, it sits almost directly underneath where the cavern um, runs up. Um, the pool of water itself maybe only goes down about 15 feet, but it does seem to be um, completely submerged. So it may just be that it's uh, it's not so deep, but it is a, a, a tunnel, a length of tunnel that you would have to swim underneath. It would be more of a feat of holding your breath potentially rather than um, swimming down and having to worry about anything that's deep. 15 feet deep, but the uh, also 15 feet tall um, comes up to where your feet are. How long it goes is a different question. Yeah, that's the thing we can't tell is I don't know how far along this thing I'd have to get. Okay. Hmm. So, chainmail's not that heavy, but the way we've been describing it up till now has been like heavy and clanking. So, am I gonna like sink like a rock with this, or would I still be able to tread water like with at a disadvantage or something? How badly does chainmail rust and stuff as well? Um, how I guess good it can question. get. I guess it can get wet, but I mean, I would imagine that a single submerge and swim walking in the would... rain for two weeks as well so well i mean that and he's had this he's had this since he was in the army and he's probably been rained on a hundred times so if it like if it rusted off of a single instance of getting down what you're then saying it it's already years rusty ago. <laughs> missing sure. a few links um in places it, i mean it's definitely old and beat up but what i mean is like it wouldn't be destroyed by getting wet once it would be like a continuous if it were left in moisture every day kind of an issue right sure um, okay. So we'll say you're pretty heavy, though, with your clothing and your chainmail on, unless you want to take it all off. No, I'm actually thinking it might be an advantage, because it might be faster for me to walk along the base than for me to try and swim through it. If it keeps my okay. feet firmly planted and I could just walk along the, the base of it, that might actually be preferable. All right. What's your constitution modifier? Uh, plus three. Plus three. Based on the rules, you can hold your breath for four minutes, which is absurd. That's the thing. Will is essentially an Olympic champion swimmer <laughs> thanks to his constitution modifier. So even if my swimming's not the best, I can hold my breath for ages. That's the good yeah, part. You get to just so, walk along the bottom of the sea. Um, yeah. And right. uh, So I'm going to leave the armor on. Um, okay. Because I feel like it's actually an advantage here. If I just... It'll, it'll allow me to sink and keep my feet planted and then just kind of walk. So I'm going to do exactly that, and I'm going to drop... I'll just turn to the others and say, all right, if I'm not back in three minutes, I'm probably dead, and then just jump into the water. And he jumps into the water, and um, you start walking down, holding your breath 
assume are you aiming first towards the light you can try and pick that up uh yeah I, the first first thing i do is pick up the the light actually i'll just move the light enchantment to like my amulet that i'm wearing or something like that so i can do it hands free and not have to carry it all right so i can illuminate the tunnel in front of me if you know good what is it 40 feet well it's like you... 20 feet bright and then 20 feet dim yeah, you I'm not begin sure the water affects it. Walking to that point, and then you start moving through the um, the water. I guess as the three of you look on, and you see him kind of very slowly, because this is water walking. It's like walking on the moon or whatever. It's not really the same as just kind of casually moving through the water. Um, the 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 base of this thing um, is kind of jagged. You get the sense that if you had no boots on, you'd be cutting your feet up. Um, but it actually provides you with decent grip, allowing you to walk a little better. Um, you start to walk and walk, and from everybody else's perception, you slowly disappear into the darkness, the light going with him as well. So, to be clear, I'm only going to walk based on my breath-holding time of four minutes, if we're going by, you know, mm -hmm. the rules as if they're written. Uh, I'm only going to walk continuously for about 60 seconds at max. I'm only going to go about a minute deep. And if I still can't see an exit, I'm going to double back. Yeah. Um, you walk for about 60 seconds before you the light um, stops illuminating the area in front of where you are you uh, and above where you are as it opens out. And now a much larger cavern opens up um, in front of you the um, the ceiling above you stretches out a little ways before coming uh, you probably get to the edge of what feels like a wide open expanse there are now huge great pillars naturally forming kind of looking mesas that, that run up to the ceiling but there is a, a ridiculous drop um, that could go down endlessly for all you can see um, it seems to all be water ahead of you just a horrible a, deep opening an enormous cavern essentially filled with water okay so so i've entered this area and it it just like drops off the face of the earth it looks like and opens up yeah you get the sense that if okay. you had um walked off of this edge without the light you would have just sank for a long time obviously you could swim back up but there's a big drop below you Okay, the uh, I was I was pushing through a little narrow opening, right? Or I was like walking along a little narrow tunnel, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so this same tunnel that I've just exited, if I turn to it, it's it, like there's got to be a part of a wall somewhere which I should be able to like lift myself up and look around the room, right? You could you can swim off the edge if you want. Uh, you don't, you're not gonna sink, right? You're strong enough. I think you can you can swim. Um, and well, it's, yeah, it's I mean, that's why I was strength. asking for clarification at the beginning. Do I sink like a rock or can I tread water? So No, you can swim. You can like swim ahead, but you'd have to... You, you essentially, at this point, stop walking. You come to the edge of a precipice, basically. It'd be the same as looking out over a cliff, but you're entirely underwater. Like that moment in Subnautica where you get to the edge and there's that horrible opening area. Um, but this is a cavern, for sure. <laughs> you can see these pillars that are holding it up. You can also see the ceiling above you. It just stretches up a little further as it opens out. You get the sense that you were on the edge of one of these natural-looking caverns, and now there's a much larger cavern around you. It's just very, very black and deep below you. 
um, above you, the um, cavern is kind of moving in different um, heights. There, there might be pockets of air up there as well. Okay, but I'm still only like 15 feet from the surface, right? You're 50, yeah, right where you are right now, there's there's okay. 15 feet, but it opens up to about 20 feet. Okay, well, if, I, if I'm able to just like swim up then, I'm going to break the surface of the water to A, get more air, and B, like scan to see if, because like underneath I'm seeing there's this giant cavern. I want to see, can I see anything above the surface as well? All right. I'm going to roll one dice real quick. How strong of a swimmer are you? Uh, Will's... I mean, if it's just based on, based on general athleticism, Will's a pretty solid swimmer. You still have the light. I do, yeah. There's a glow below you as well. A secondary light source. Flickers. You see it as you come up. You <gasps> break. There are pockets of air. Now that you're up at the top, you can see that you're definitely underfoot. There is... There is uh, the, the ceiling is horrible and sharp as well. You're kind of probably just getting a, a half of your face out of the water. Go up any further, you're touching on all of these tiny little stalactites that are going to be poking into your uh, face. Um, but as you do okay, so, so, you see a flicker of light below you. Okay. How far away and is it moving? Um, give me a perception check. A seven. You can't tell. Based on the flicker, you get the sense that it's moving. Okay. Um, and then last question. This was a giant cavern that goes down, but does it equally open up upwards? Or is it just like a low ceiling just above the water, this whole area? From where you are, you can't see the end of the cavern directly to the south or directly to the east. Um, but you can see that it's running alongside um, the west side of where you came in, um, pretty much all the way to the to the edge of your vision. So it's doubling it's back to the west. Down. Um, okay. This looks like a really really large cavern um, that heads more towards the east. You're at the back. You would be at the back edge of a, of the cavern here, in in what would essentially be a corner. If this were a giant cuboid, which it isn't, but let's say for argument's sake that it is, you're in the top corner on the north western side. Okay. I'll uh I'll head back to rejoin the group through the tunnel. Yeah, you begin heading back, you make your way back. There is a flicker of light again. I think as you move back over to the area that you came in, you, there's there's something that is casting light at the very bottom edge of this, somewhere below in that darkness. Um, about a minute passes again. For you guys, two minutes pass, and then there's some light once more as Will returns to the um, cavern. He comes back through, takes a breath, soaking wet, appears once more in front of you in this cavern area yeah i'm just <laughs> i'll come up far enough to just like you know plant my arms on the side of it like someone who's like chilling on the side of a swimming pool and go 
the tunnel is not that long, but there's not much on the other side of it either, other than a giant pit, and I didn't really feel like swimming down that alone. Plus, there's something giving off light at the other end. Giving off light? Like, what kind of light? Kind of almost like I'm doing right now. It was just a light source down in the water, but I couldn't see it very clearly. Hmm. I would have gone a little closer to check it out, but I just really didn't like the way it, it kind of just drops off like the end of the earth. Mm, that sounds horrible. No, I don't like that either. Yeah, no, that sounds more horrifying than the spiders. Mm-hmm. Okay. The could thing send is... send someone down there on a rope and pull them back up. Yeah, I was actually just about to say the exact same thing, uh, because my morbid sense of curiosity really wants to know what that light is. So <laughs> I'm going to take out the same climbing rope that we used before, and I'm going to, like, hook it onto the rock and say, All right. If you see me tug twice distinctly, like this, one, two, right? I mean, start drawing me back in. I'm gonna go see what this thing is. If you want to tag along, there is a spot at the end where you can catch your breath, but if you don't want to risk it, you can just stay here. No, I'll stay here. Do you want someone to tag along? Fancy a swim fire? You and me? We can go see what this thing is. If you want me to, I'll join you. Have we considered that if both of you get into danger, myself and Merlin might not be strong enough to pull you back up? Something I think you're strong enough. Fire. I'll bite your head off. Merlin's strong enough to pull me up, and I just start getting in. No, no problem, <laughs> Mr. Will, though. Your funeral. Okay, so, so who's gonna... tied on to what? I'm just leaving the. Uh... You're just I'm holding not on. Tying. To it. Yeah, I'm. I'm just like wrapping it around my arm. And yeah, I think we're just it. like following it more than. Right. Um, how long is it? It is fifty feet, but if I got the sense that this tunnel was longer than fifty feet, I have a separate length of rope, so I'll like tie them together if I need to, like Boy Scout knot, knot style. Sure. Yeah. Easily long enough. Uh, how was was fifty feet long enough, or do I need to use both? Well, let's think. What would a minute's worth of walking be? Your, well, we were underwater, and you said I was moving really slow, so I have no idea. Very slowly, um, so I don't think it's gonna be fifty feet. We'll say it's not, but you have the rope for it. Um, you <laughs> start moving once again. Um, fire. What is your constitution modifier? Dun, 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 dun. One. Okay, so you can hold your breath for two minutes. Um, which means you can get to the end of this and back without needing to breathe. Um, mm -hmm. But you will certainly need to um, either take a breath from the pocket of air above. Yeah, the, that was uh, the plan. You have to swim over the edge and go up to it briefly. It's pretty close. Um, or be very aware. Yeah. Um, oh, did I did I have to go out over the pit to swim up and get air? Well, you kind of climbed up, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's like a little up. It, it, it's not okay. anything that you would need to really... You don't have to swim far out or anything, just kind of up from where you were. Um, and then... Um, 
you guys start walking at the um, back end I guess Fix and Merlin you see these two go down and begin swimming or walking along would fire swim or walk uh, I'm guessing you're not as heavy as Will yeah I would probably swim okay um, the two of you start moving through the cavern area. You've you come to the end here. Are you still using the light, or are you using your dark vision? So, so I'm using I'm using um, light again, but this time I'm I'm picking that pebble back up this time and lighting that. So as soon as we get to that room, I'm gonna just toss it. Okay. You get to the edge, and you throw the light off the edge yeah I'm gonna stand back in case I'm pissing off a huge fish as well I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it and then immediately back up to like roughly the tunnel entrance um yeah you see it go off the edge and it does that slow thing that light does in in water as it slowly disappears into the darkness um there is a another flash of light two of you give me perception checks as you see this from below you. Wow. Um, it's a flicker of light for you, Will. Um, fire, you see uh, a flicker of light and then two kind of horrible bulbous eyes and a set of razor-sharp teeth swallow up the, the pebble with light on it. Um, there's a flicker again um, and the light disappears. What you recognize is going on fire is that there is an enormous fish down there, a sort of anglerfish looking thing. Um, and it seems to be underneath another cavern thing. And every time you see the flicker of light, it's just coming out from underneath what is essentially cover down there. Um, it comes up, checks around and swims back down underneath this um, secondary cavern, this secondary pit. Um, when you see the light going down though, you can see that there are all sorts of pockets and holes and things that are coming into this cavern. This is a huge kind of um, cone-shaped cavern. Um, it thins out a, a lot, but it's so wide that it doesn't thin out to a complete point. Um, but it seems to taper off, getting thinner as it goes down, but there are lots and lots of uh, other caverns and, and breaks and fissures that seem to come into this thing. But at the bottom of this seems to be the uh, home of one of these other um, whatever this creature is, this enormous fish thing that seems to be living here. Um, it stretches off quite far south, though. This this cavern, you can't see the other end of this cavern. Uh, You're now running out of breath. Yeah, I wanted to go up and breathe you in a little pocket. Yeah, and when I do it, I want to try and get Will to come with me. Like grab his arm or something. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go with her. All right. Let me roll two dice. Wow. Okay. You guys okay. swim up. There is no flicker of mm -hmm. light below you. Okay. Is that a good I'll thing or a say... bad thing? Two of you. <laughs> two faces appear. In yeah, a we're very, just like. It's a pocket of of air yeah. that's very small, but you are just two faces at the surface of the water mm -hmm. doing the like <gasps> yeah. thing. Yeah. Hey. Uh. We gotta fucking I... go. Let's go. Why? Let's go. All right. Slowly. It's... Quietly. Okay. 
I'll just, I just, yeah, I just won't question it. I'll just start doing it, she says. All right. I'll just slowly push off the top and try to as, as sneakily as I can without making the water move too much. I will do two more rolls. Two. Wow. Um, there is definite light coming up towards you now. <laughs> yeah, nope, nope, no. Nope. I'm noping back down the tunnel. I think mm-hmm. nope back down the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Both of you need no. to figure out. <laughs> let's figure out what your swimming speed is. Um, because this thing's coming up to try and eat one of you right now. Let's see here. Um, all right. This thing can move really fucking fast. Mm-hmm. So, um, swimming speed. Let me double check. I think it's just half of your walking speed. Uh, oh, no, it's 20 feet per round. Um, without your armor, you can swim at a rate of 20 feet per round. You cannot swim while wearing heavy armor. Is yours heavy or medium? Uh, it is heavy. It is heavy, but we've given you a... Because I'm a nice GM. Mm-hmm. Um... Okay, so both of you can give me athletics checks then. Do I get do Just I get advantage fast. because I am a skirmisher because of my rogue archetype of scout? What the hell does skirmisher mean? Okay, it says third. Do you want me to just click it? And you can read it. Sure. This okay. has nothing to do with swimming in it. I'm, I'm, I just, I'm gonna. I'm desperate. <laughs> you can move up to half your speed as a reaction when an enemy ends its turn within five feet of you. Do you want to wait until it gets within know. five feet of you to move? No. Do you want to wait for no. it to catch you <laughs> so you can, can use no. this reaction? You can move. I just thought maybe I was fast. I don't know. Um, <laughs> let's see. Okay. So, uh, Ooh. you need to do twenty feet. Um, first, roll me an initiative, each of you, but it's not a round initiative. I just want to see who gets off the thing quicker. Uh, if you beat a 15, mm-hmm. you are going first. All right. So, Will, you start moving just off the mark slightly quicker than Fire does. She says, move, you start moving, and the two of you start to move towards this tunnel. Um, at this point, there is a, a flash of light as the as, and the the cone of this cavern starts lighting up very quickly around you. This thing is coming up from underneath you with blistering speed. Will, you now recognize these two huge alien-looking eyes, completely white, um, with what looks like a dents in them. It it kind of looks like they have these strange um, uh, elements that are dented, these strange, weird things. As this the eyes are rolling all over the place. It has a, a bulb on the front of its head that's lighting up in front of it. And you see it open its mouth as it swims up towards where you are. There is uh, a moment as you swim just out of reach of where it is and into the cavern where um, I think it's going to be just about where you are, um, fire. <laughs> Let me roll one attack roll for the creature. Which is, wow, that's a 10. Which is horrific because it rolled a 3. Um, how do you uh, not get bitten by the enormous jaws of this thing? As it kind of literally jaws your swimming and it jaws clamps around where your feet will be. I just do like front split almost like 
<laughs> yeah, you, I just foot. <laughs> yeah, you open your legs like completely wide, and it yeah. there is a yeah. swell of water that turns you yeah. over as its jaws clamp close, and then there is a rush of water behind both of you as you're pushed into this cavern um, mm-hmm. from the enormous form of this thing. It's probably the size of a carriage, something like that. It's big enough that it would probably be able to beat you. Um, whole if not bite you in half and eat you in two nice bites it's very very large kind of like a a very very big shark or something like that Mm -hmm. but it's wide wide mouth is alien looking um it's it's four fins um send this rush of water and then its tail um rushing behind you sends you both just turning over it's kind of um it's kind of like being caught in a wave underwater as you turn running uh well swimming forward um, Merlin and Fix, there's a moment where um, the water suddenly rushes forward and laps um, kind of a small wave uh, cascading over your boots as you see this um, this water rush. Both of you two that are swimming um, need to orient yourselves. So I guess, I guess just roll me a d20. I don't know what check that Given would be. Given that we're tied to a rope, you weren't tied. Uh, we're not rope. tied. We were <laughs> I'm not sorry, tied. Not, not holding not, a rope. Sorry, sorry, not tying, but like have arm wrapped around a rope. Would I not just be able to pull and orient myself immediately? I'm gonna say yes, you can. Um, but first, I want you to roll me a d20 to make sure it doesn't get wrapped around your neck. <laughs> okay. Oh god! How do you see the rope? Uh, being tied? Oh. Seven. No, it doesn't. You have to get a one, and it would have wrapped around your neck. And started oh. Um, the nice. two of you realize, like, as you kind of you turn around and tumble over. Um, Will, you realize that you're you're holding the rope and you can you you pull the, the rope taut. The other two see it being pulled taut um, allows you to figure out which way you're going. And then the same for you, Fire, even though you maybe are kind of very turned around um, and maybe a little over the lip of where this cave, uh, cave entrance is. Um, the top of this cave is lighting up around you. If you want to give me a perception check to see if there was an exit, now is the time to do it because almost the entire top part of the cave is lit now. Mm-hmm. 11. 11. Um, you can see that there is an exit way um, to the to the southeast, the opposite side of this room. There is um, uh, a partially open um, exit, a thing that you can see now the, um, the water level does kind of taper off. It, it, st- it remains flat, but the roof of the cavern lifts yeah. towards that end. Um, and there is a, a, a kind of another cave entrance, similar to the thing that you're in, maybe about 15 foot wide, but this one is uh, has about a foot of water at the bottom. You could easily walk into it. Um, there is certainly a way out, but you guys would have to swim across what is about a hundred feet of water with this horrible thing underneath it. Um, but it's certainly, no, there is you. another exit here. Um, mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, very important question, Brad. Can this thing fit in the tunnel that we are escaping down? No. Okay. You're in the tunnel, Will. You're basically safe. You know, yeah, no. you don't ask I'm, that. <laughs> since, um, since I... Uh, I assume fire is holding the same rope, right? As soon, as soon as I'm like backed into the tunnel where the thing can't get, I'm gonna start reeling her in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fire, you're pulled back down into this thing, and with your swimming, you're also reorienting yourself, and you you get into the cave. The two of you can now safely get back, but you recognize that there is light behind you, kind of thrashing around. There is a 
uh, a moment where you, your the entire cave is lit up. Maybe um, Fix and Merlin even notice that the cave here lights up very strangely, and then the um, the darkness returns. Uh, Thirty seconds later, you see Will and Fire kind of. A relatively panicked look in their eyes this time return as the two of them <gasps> surface from the the hey, um, water and they return to this side of the gloomy watery cavern once again no exit there okay. will huh right uh good news and bad news uh, the uh the good news we have located an exit the bad news very large very angry fish Hmm. Of all things, a fish. Mm-hmm. What I tell you, always soon something else is in the water with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, kind of had a bad feeling about it when I saw lights down in the bottom of the cavern, even if I couldn't see exactly what it was. But regardless, that is our ticket out of here if we want to take that risk, or we could look for a different way out. But you know, let's look, let's um let's look around a little bit. You know, there are still two in this room that you could pretty easily just walk out of. Um, There are two... One of which was Spider Path though, right? No, there's Spider Path, um, which I'm not saying you will relatively easily walk out of, um, but technically there are three then if you want to include that one. Um, But I'm just sort of like, you know there's a threat down two of these paths. Um, There are two more in this cavern that you're in that head east um, that uh, just seem to be and we'll we'll say that you've kind of looked down there maybe you've even shone the 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 stone down there with the light on it Um, just seems to be kind of a a natural looking path one kind of leading away from the other um, east those are the only other two that you have available to you at least okay yeah i'll uh just tell them so our options are angry spiders angry fish or tunnels three and four whatever's down there (laughs) you got no fishing equipment in your bag of tricks i wish i vote that the fish path is the last option that's Truthfully, when fighting a big creature on land, I'm fairly confident, but that thing, I don't know how strong that fish is, Mm. but I worry that the watery environment would render most of our usual tactics kind of worthless. Uh, That's probably a huge risk to take. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree with Paul. Because I can't can't very, uh, I can't very easily hold the thing back while you all shoot it to death Mm -mm. underwater. I wonder if we could flush the spiders out somehow. Smoke? Smoke them out of their tunnel? Maybe. We just have to hope that they don't come this way. Hmm. I'm not inclined to think that smoke would work. For the same reason that we haven't run out of oxygen. This place is huge. It would take ages to fill it with smoke. Unless you have a means of producing smoke a lot faster than a campfire. Unfortunately not. Hmm. Do we want to check the other two? Who wants to take the next? 
Yeah, I'm very much in favor of not going after yes. the fish, and I'm fin finally going to pull myself out of the water and just... <sighs> uh. Yeah, I'd much prefer to browse. There are other options, quite frankly. I'm, I'm not so great at swimming. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, my biggest concern was that two of you rely on spells, and spells, from what I have seen, require both of you to talk. Good luck doing that underwater. That That's biggest issue there, I think. Mm. So let's not. I wonder if um, we could bait it somehow, or... If we can't it. find any other exits, then yeah, we'll have to come back here and think of a way to get by the fish, but for the time being, I think just looking for a different way out is preferable. So let's try the eastern path. Clear it out, unless, see what it goes. Unless, Merlin, you talk to animals. You have a word with the fish. No, no, no. I, I talk, talk to it. the small things, okay? <laughs> not big fish. I mean, what's the difference? You're not discriminating against it because it's huge, are you? Well, no, it's a mean fish. It wants to eat you. I don't usually talk to things that want to eat me. That's a good policy to have. I agree. Let's get moving. Mm. So there are two paths. Um, one that uh, heads east and slightly north, and one that heads um, east and slightly south. Imagine them that basically side by side, but one kind of veering off from the other one. Um, give me perception checks, everyone who's looking at these paths. In terms of what you see, they look pretty identical. They seem to be relatively flat. There's about um, three or four inches of water um, along the base of the area that you're in anyway, um, and it continues. Um, both of them are about five foot wide. They seem to be kind of going in and out, um, and then they veer off. Let's see. Merlin on an 18 and Fix on a 16. Let's call them the left and the right path for now. The left path, you can hear um, a, a sort of distant sound of lapping still water. Um echoing down this pathway um, and everyone can perceive that the right hand one has a lot more water running down the sides than the other path but they both kind of turn off before you get any real information beyond that you'd have to walk down one would water running down the sides imply that there is some sort of large amount of water above this cave. That could be a problem. Hmm. I think there's probably water above and below, possibly all around. Well, the left side has water further down, the right side has water straight away. I vote left side. Okay. Left side. By all means. Do you want me I'll to sneak ahead? Me. Or I'll go together? Mm. I think if the experience with the fish has taught us anything, we should probably not spread too far apart. Mm -hmm. I agree. Okay. Noticing I will that be... thing a few seconds later could have gone very badly. Mm. 
I'll be right here. And I will just move to the back of the group. <laughs> okay, yeah, give me a marching order because you're going to have to go single file through this tunnel. Yeah, I'm in the very back. Okay. Um, Merlin's probably go, in front of me. I'll go in the front because I'll use my familiar to scout quite further down. Okay. So, fix, will, Merlin fire. That's the incorrect order. It's Merlin will fix fire. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's a good place for us to go to a break. Oh, no. As you step into this cave and begin to walk towards the sound of lapping still water. <sighs> Thank you so much for watching. We're going to go to a short break here. Give everyone a chance to um, uh, shake off the anglerfish fear. Um, please keep an eye out for the two new shows that are starting up. I will give you times and dates and things for those when I find out what they are. Because I've been packing boxes all day and I need to go and pack another box right now in this precious, precious time of packing boxes because I'm moving house tomorrow. Why am I DMing? I don't know. Because I love it. Um, we'll be back in a few minutes um, everybody and uh, go grab yourselves a drink or pack a box for me because I need the help and we'll be back soon <laughs> hello welcome back everybody to Missed Light and Fairlight had a question. Oh, I was just observing the um, ad you were playing for the new show coming up, the oh, yes. Ungodly one. Thank you so much for reminding I, me. Ungodly on just, June 6th. Starting up, yeah. I was just observing that there's a lot of stuff that looks like it needs a good smiting. <laughs> just, <laughs> <laughs> the the final boss as well. I was looking at the, at the ad and just thinking, man, that the a lot of smiting is needed over there for whatever that is. <laughs> um, yes, Ungodly is a new show coming up run by um, fella Excalibur playing Will, and he will be smiting everything in it. Um, <laughs> please check out the trailer on Table Story. And uh, Midsummer Mysteries starts this week as well. Uh, on Saturday, which is two days from now at 2 p.m. Eastern. So check that one out. All of the uh, trailers and things are available on the Twitters and I believe the YouTubes and things and stuff everywhere you need to go. Um, let's see. I'll definitely be watching it with my no internet that I'll have on Saturday because I will be in a new house that has no internet. Um, so please watch it for me until I can get to the VOD. You or here in this game, Miss Light, um begin walking along this um watery corridor um and um i need everyone to make me dexterity saving throws oh no wow <laughs> <laughs> Is that everyone? Yeah. That is Did anyone, all four of us. Two of you got five and under. Five and under is a fail. Um, oh no. As you begin moving along this corridor, and 
it is not easy to move through this tunnel um the footing underneath is uneven in places it gives away to these kind of water filled holes um you go to put a foot down on what seems like a, an inch or two of water and your foot drops into a hole and you pull the thing back out and keep walking um trickles of water constantly running down the um jagged walls not anywhere near as much as the other tunnel network but it's still a damp cavern eventually there is um some algae and stuff that starts to appear underfoot and it gets a little slippery too um these are natural pathways uh, they open up in places to small caverns um but there are moments where it gets to to sort of barely three feet wide there are points where it splits in several places but the cracks and other pathways are barely large enough to fit merlin so you guys continue down the more obvious pathway um and it continues for a while uh how long would you guys follow this just uh, until you get somewhere or are you just gonna keep you, you keep going yeah just keep going because it's starting to you, you've been moving for maybe 15 minutes it gets to 20 minutes it gets to 25 and this cavern continues off again there's points where it splits off but um you're moving quite far into the tunnel network um and uh i think it gets to about 30 minutes when as you step through a, a particularly small area difficult to maneuver through there is a, a a sudden movement above you from the from the ceiling above you as lots of horrible little worm-like creatures begin falling you see them rolling off the edges and plopping into the water below they um one lands directly in front of where you are will and you suddenly realize that there are these horrible leech type creatures falling from the ceiling merlin and fix roll me one d4 and then another d4 after that Two leeches land on Fix and three land on Merlin. For whatever reason, Will maybe bringing his shield up or something, fire kind yeah, of I'm, dodging I'm out of the umbrella. way. Um, these things kind of bounce off of off of your um, uh, person as you jump forward out of the way of this this area. Looking up, you can see that there are these um, little sacks, little egg sacks that are stuck to the ceiling. Um, popping these kind of leeches out you see them swim into the water they find a, a hole and they swim down into it and they're gone um however fix you have um two of them one stuck to your neck one stuck to your right arm merlin you feel one on your cheek you feel two on your arm um both of you roll me uh another d4 each one one, you take one piercing two. damage. Two, you take two piercing damage. They're still on you. They're going to continue oh. sucking blood try and, from you. I'm going to try and pull it off. Pull the thing. Roll me an athletics check. Oh, goody. I'm going to try and do the same. Okay. If if I observe her trying to pull, <laughs> then I'm going to assist. God damn it. I, yeah, I, can at, we at help? First, yeah at, at first well they both do a reactionary attempt to get one of these leeches off of them they pull okay. you see fix pull at one of these leeches and fails miserably merlin does the same thing attempting to pull at this thing all it does is stretch it um when you let go of it it bites in even harder both of you roll me another <gasps> d4 oh man yeah, sorry you failed 
That's four piercing damage for Fix Ooh. and one piercing damage for Merlin as you... These things bury themselves into your arm and they begin sucking up. You see them filling. They're kind of, they're kind of like a brown um, color, but they begin to become more of a black color as they fill with your blood. Ew. Yeah. Stop, 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 stop. Stop pulling it. I don't think get that's going to work. Get, get, get it off me immediately. I'm getting it. Stop thrashing around. <laughs> um, are there, first of all, are there any more directly above us? It looks like all the egg sacs burst open with the movement of something below them. Okay, so I, I, if there's nothing else above, so I don't have to keep holding the shield up like no. an umbrella, I'll be like, They're all, right, all hold burst on. and they've swum off underneath you. I'm, I'm wearing, I'm wearing like chainmail gloves or whatever, so I'm just gonna look for the one that's near her neck first and try to hook like one finger on each like this, on, like, <laughs> on each side of its jaws and try to pry it off that way as opposed to just grabbing and thrashing. Yeah, do, um, give me a survival check or let's see. Do you have a, a skill um, in which you're proficient that would make sense for this? Uh, For what, removing an animal? The only thing I'd have is insight maybe. Yeah, that's wisdom. Sure. Give me that. Or just roll the d20 with proficiency. I'll allow that, in fact. d20 plus two. Okay. That'll be easier. Because we'll say you're proficient at dealing with this, because it sounds like you knew what you were doing. But you were not. <laughs> this is not the way to get rid of these types of creatures. Maybe the leeches would, and stuff that you had this... dealt with before. Um, but these ones do something strange. Instead of um, coming loose the way that the ticks or leeches that you've dealt with before do, these ones seem to have the ability to turn and bury into the skin a little so, further. So I may, I may have misunderstood your question, Brad. I thought you were asking like for animal knowledge. If you're talking just pr the act of prying it off her, I would just use athletics. Too late. You fucked it up. Um, <laughs> I didn't know what you were asking me to roll. <laughs> Could I try and grab one on First of all, Merlin? Fix and... needs to roll me a d4. Oh no! Because yeah. Will's just jabbing at this thing on her neck, <laughs> and you what take you another doing? piercing damage. And then fire you wanting to? I want to. I want to try and like twist it out. Oh god! Please fire! <laughs> that help sounds me. like the worst. That sounds like the worst possible way you could go well, about doing this. Well, he said that prying let the jaws just, open doesn't just, work. Okay. Okay. Let me just One. grab this thing that's biting you and turn it like a corkscrew okay. into your He head. said it twisted in when you, you tried to pry it open, so I figured... You give me a, a sleight of hand check, and you give me an athletics check. Okay. For, for the one that you're trying to just now just brutally rip out. <laughs> wow. Merlin, roll me a d4. Okay, there. Rolling the skill I actually am skilled at, a 24. Yeah. Uh, Merlin, you take two um, piercing damage as, as it buries its way in. Will, with just pure brute force, um, you try and pull this thing off of her neck. Not, yeah. not, not pure brute force. No, I want to peel the teeth off, not just rip peel the it teeth off her neck. Off. <laughs> um, yeah, you begin to like peel the teeth off of this thing. The strength of it... Um, you realize that if you continue doing this, it's going to rip her, the flesh of her neck off with the head of this thing. I'll allow you to do that because it will definitely take the creature off of her neck. But you're going to inflict damage on can six I, in can, removing this can, one of three. Okay. <laughs> how how severe an injury are we looking at? Um, it's going to 
it's gonna be like a, a a gash not it would not kill her for sure you're gonna just it'll be like cutting it off if you tried to cut the skin off of her neck to peel it uh i will i will maintain the grip that i've established on the thing but i'm gonna stop and say maybe we should look for a different way to do this that's uh, that's gonna be nasty if i just pull it you're Fine. Get your hands off me! Very and I aware just... that they're stretchy. I have my hands on a leech, not you. <laughs> <laughs> Stop touching it! And then I'm gonna cast uh, Armor of Agathus. Oh and... damn! Yeah, I mean that will just straight up work. So yeah. you explain to me how this looks um, and removes these three things from you. Yeah, I just shove Will backwards with my um, my right hand, and then uh, just bring my gauntlet down and it's just a white frost it's like a thin layer of ice just sort of forms all over me uh and i assume what will happen is the leeches will just freeze in place and then i can just i'll just like break it off yeah they freeze um and they snap off of your um kind of icy skin it leaves behind a mark though the ice would melt away and leave behind these marks where they were and uh, these horrible things that have, have bitten into your skin with what seems like about 15 20 tiny little teeth um and they can razor and and twist and turn and bury themselves into your skin um merlin you still have two of them on you i think right what did you roll two? Oh no you had three fix had two yeah, I, um, yeah, I have so three. you've still got three on you um you see the fix cast a spell and it and it removes them from their body but what do you do or a fire are you still uh doing stuff yeah i wanted to try and pull out my dagger and try and like not dig into his skin but just try and get if i can slide my dagger like where its mouth meets the flesh and try and pry it out since you sure since fix is going for a magic (laughs) (laughs) why do you gotta say it like that brad i'm not sure i'm just i'm just i just want to confirm your final answer (laughs) Can I help her with that? Since, since Fix is going for a magic solution, can I turn around to help them instead and just hold the thing still so she gets an easy stab on the thing? Give me um, give me another sleight of hand check with advantage. You begin cutting into the area where the, the thing is buried into it, but you're cutting into the side of the creature. It's buried into his neck. In order to get the actual head out, you're going to have to cut into the skin of Merlin. Um, you could easily cut this thing and probably kill it, but you get the sense that its head would still be buried in his neck. or his, and it was his, He's got one in his cheek and two in his arm. I have a... F- uh, I don't know if this is a good idea, but I have a flask of oil, and I think maybe... Because I'm just freaking out. This is so creepy no, no, and I no, hate no. it. No, no, I'm no. I'm going to take... You're freaking out. I got I'm the gonna... leeches on me. <laughs> I know. I'm going to take the flask of oil and just pour a little bit over, like, the leech's head to try and, like... Are you going to massage it, are you? What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, like, make it so it doesn't have air so it dies. I don't know. It works. I, I will, it I works. will stop her. It, <laughs> it works. Like, oh, it works. As oh, it he's worked. stopping okay. you, the Never thing mind. lets go and drops out. The, what? 
Yeah. That the, uh, worked? It lets go. There's still a mark on your cheek, mm -hmm. um, but the leech creature is um, removed. It doesn't like the... Um, God, what's it called? The... the um, smell. I'm going to say smell. Mm. Odor. Um, but Gas. It's, it works. Yeah. Fumes. The same way that you can you can draw out like little creatures that are in your ears with mm -hmm. um, ammonia. Seems to be the case here. Um, applying uh, this yeah, oil to the creature, it is immediate. It immediately lets go instantly as soon as you drop it onto. I'll do it to I the guess, other ones. Onto the other parts. Do, do well. the same. Oh God. Mm -hmm. Yep. They and let I'll go. do the same to the other ones. You've uh. got these wounds on you, you guys, but. Um, they don't seem to be poisonous or anything like that. The area is sore, um, uh, but that is about all it seems to be. Unless they laid eggs. <gasps> oh, Brad, I swear to fucking God. Does anybody want to check? I hate you. <gasps> I didn't think about it until now. <gasps> Thanks. Right. I'm going to inspect my wounds. <laughs> yeah, give me a perception or nature check. Depending As on you the, look at your own neck. <laughs> yeah, well, she's got no, I look at my arm. Well. Six. Mm, just looks like a wound. I have a magic mirror in, in my bag, so I'm going to pull it out. Um, you have a magic I mirror? I usually... Yeah, I do. Remember, Brad? <laughs> I got a magic... <laughs> I have a tiny magic mirror. I don't need to remember what it does. Oh, yeah. You have a magic mirror. <laughs> that shows a very flattering reflection. That's what it does. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm gonna look at the, the hole in my face. You don't have a hole in your face. <laughs> and you look amazing today on top of it. Like, these guys look bedraggled. They've been in the rain. They're covered in blood and not just their own. They've been swimming. They've been sleeping rough in this cave. And you look fantastic. You look brand new. Wow. No wound on your face. Thing didn't leave a mark. Do I see a wound on his face? Oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> the mirror costs a very flattering reflection of yourself. That's Hold what on. the mirror I'll, does. I, well, I, I guess I can't tell what he's seeing, so I wouldn't even know anything's wrong mm -hmm. with the mirror. I'll just instead say, uh, hopefully didn't have any venom. Do you want me to take a like look it. at that? Usually in venom, things go red and swell very quickly and stuff. It doesn't seem like that. Um... It just looks like a wound. It looks like they've got like lots of little pincer bites and kind of a red circle, covered mm. circle, where these things were buried into their cheeks, pulling the skin down around it. But it's, it seems fine. Uh, do we think maybe we should Let's... check out the other path? <clears throat> I mean, we've. Or should we come keep quite going? A, we've come quite a ways down this tunnel. And granted, these things are vile and disgusting, but no mm -hmm. reason to turn back, I don't think. Okay. I hope you don't eat those words. I'm not eating anything down here. Mm-hmm. What, what did you do, Fire? How did they let go? Oh, fire? uh... Oil. I just put oil. some oil on them, and that's how you remove them. You know, for a sec, I thought you were just trying to make them slippery, but I think they just don't like the taste. Or maybe mm. the smell. Yeah, I'm very... Those, those, um, teeth were, 
Those teeth I know were a lot about in. removing leeches, so. I'll take your word for it then. Mm hmm. Uh. I'll turn and look at the mark on Fix's neck and see if there's any, like, obvious signs of poison or anything else left behind. No, it doesn't seem like it. Okay. Well, at least it looks like it was only teeth, no venom. Mm hmm. Next just time you keep want to an turn eye my on neck it. off. Can you give me a warning, please? Oh, sure. Next time I'll just, you know, not help. I appreciate your help. You were the one screaming, get it off. <laughs> I, if I help, I, you're unhappy. And if I don't help, you'd be unhappy. Whatever. <laughs> just start walking down the cave. I think I'm in front of you, so you can't even stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I'm trying to go around here and I can't fit. I'm like, just, I just, just walk forward. <laughs> um, I'm going to send Vita down there. Okay. And um, yes, um, not too far ahead of you, the, um, path opens up, um, maybe if you're kind of walking and Vita's going, going ahead, uh, maybe f only a few minutes, three to five minutes, you... Um, get the sense returned to you the that kind of strange psychic link you have that is more um, colors and shapes and feelings than it is words um, that there is another cavern opening up um, big wide space and um, water um, on the ground uh, that that sense of fear again and um Ah, let me see. Roll. Ah, you have a you have a character sheet. Can I give you his character sheet? Yeah. Yes. Hundred percent not easy. Um. <laughs> oh yes, I you have a uh, you have a <laughs> an NPC uh, sheet. So it works pretty much the same as your sheet does. The things that turn red when you hover over them will uh, allow him to use his uh, yeah. abilities. But um, the same goes for strength, dex, con, int, wiz, and charisma. He doesn't have any. Um, proficiencies so they don't come up um, so whenever I call for a, um, a check from the uh, familiar you just roll the appropriate thing for example a perception check is wisdom so roll me a wisdom check from Vita sheet 15, 15. Um, there's a few moments that pass before you get the sense that Vita hears danger, oh. whatever that means. Here's danger. Vita consider danger. Will you do you bring them back or do you make them stay? Um, I make them stay. Okay. Um, A few moments just, pass. Yeah. Definitely something in here. Is the sense you get. Do I get a sense you... of what kind of something? What size? Here's creatures. Creatures. Are you like sharing your senses with it right now or are you just communicating with it? Like seeing through um, its eyes and whatnot? Yeah, I think I'm seeing through its eyes. I'm, you can't I'm, see through I its am... eyes. You can oh, well. psychically communicate with them. Um, do I lose my senses when I do that? Nope. Oh, okay. You don't walk into the familiar. 
Um, though there is an ability to do that or a spell that lets you do that, I think. Um, you simply have a psychic link. I will double check. Yeah, my bad. Never mind. Then I, I thought she got that by default from Pact of the Chain or whatever. Um, let me remind myself as well. It's a giant leech. <laughs> it's an, no. enormous, anything but, anything but an that. enormous mother leech. Uh, so find familiar spell is um, that uh, while your familiar is within 100 feet of you, you can communicate with it telepathically. As an action, you can see through your familiar's eyes and hear what it hears um, getting any of this stuff. So you have to actively do it, I guess. Oh, okay. Then you become deaf and blind. Ah, okay. Um, okay. Uh, I will turn around and tell everybody that there's something up ahead. And then I will take the action and see through its eyes. Let's see what Vita would see. Um, and can you hear as well? Yes. Okay, so you take a moment. Your eyes probably roll up in your head. Um, and um, now you are seeing... This does not look like your usual sense of sight. Um, everything appears to be fire. And at first, it just seems like everything is a fire around you before you suddenly get the sensation that this um, is just how Vita sees. Um, there, the walls of the cavern um, take a moment before they stabilize and it's almost as if everything has a layer of fire on it. Um, you realize now that depth perception works a little oddly um, because Vita has an element of blind sight. They can see no matter what within 15 feet of them, um, but it appears to them as like a world of fire thing. There's just fire on everything. Um, they do have the same level of dark vision as you, but it's the same way, um, but it's not the same way yours works. It's the same way as the, the blind sight works to a degree in that everything through the eyes of this creature appears to be a flame. Um, however, ears is basically the same. And you hear the growling of a creature coming from somewhere beyond where your, your eyes can see. Um, you get the sense immediately with your knowledge and not with Vita's very limited new knowledge of the world and everything around them that there is like a, a bear or something that, or a wolf or something that's probably near Vita and growling at them in the way that a wolf might as you approach uh, or a dog might as you approach it. That kind of sensation is what you get. Um... That is what you see in here. Um, other than that, you're in a very large cavern. Huge, in fact. Um, this is the largest cavern that you will have seen so far. Even bigger than the one the fish was in. Um, and there's what looks to be after the the strange sight settles and you get used to it. Um, kind of a lake um, covered in maybe like an algae. Something like that. Again, quite hard to determine through Peter's eyes. Hmm. But there's definitely okay. something growling and probably about to try and leap and bite and eat him. 
Uh, just one, one growl. I heard. Um, it's just constantly growling and snarling. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, I command Vita to be a smoke thing if it's not already, and then uh, go quite high up. Yeah. Um, and then I'll return to myself. Um, there's a large tunnel up ahead, but there's something inside it. Mm. Right. Is there flat ground to stand on if we have to fight something? I didn't get a good look. Did I get a good look? Uh, it's pretty flat, but but there is also this this lake. It could just be mm. an enormous puddle, um, but you couldn't tell. Um, there's there's a decent amount of flat ground. Yeah. There's a body of water in the middle, but it looks like there's enough space for us to be in there. And as long as we can fight it in the open and with even footing, that's a step up from the fish. Assuming there's only one thing in there. There could be anything in that lake. Mm. I'd much prefer to know what it is before we even, you know, take a step further. Sounded a bit like... Mm. If that helps. A lot of things can sound like that. I know exactly what it is now. Sounds like my stomach grumbling. Mm -hmm. I look at fire like... Okay, what is it then? Yeah. It's Merlin's stomach. I don't think we're ready for that. Mm-mm. After Merlin ate every single ration in the cave, I don't think that's possible. Are we going to fight this thing or are we going to go back on ourselves? I'm starting to get the impression that no matter which tunnel we take, I, I feel like every path in this cave is occupied by something and that might be exactly what Arias meant when he said he picked this cave for a reason. It's probably full of predators. We're gonna have to fight our way through one of these tunnels sooner or later, and I would just as soon take the one with solid ground under my feet than fighting the fish or the spiders. Merlin, how are you feeling? Um, yeah, I, I could, I could, yeah, you know, use a snack right about now, but uh, other than that, I, I think I'm okay. You want to fight? We can fight. I don't necessarily want to fight. I'm just not seeing an alternative here. Unless we go check the fourth route. I'd like to check the other route at least. I don't oh, like it's... to leave any stone unturned, but... Fair enough. It's what? Like it's half an hour to get here? I guess we aren't in a huge rush. Mm-hmm. We could go back and check the other tunnel if you prefer. I'll leave it up to you. I don't want to decide for the group. It feels like we're already here. Might as well at least take a look. Mm-hmm. Take a look, what, down the other tunnel or No, down here? this one. If there's only one creature, how bad could it be? <laughs> Weren't you the one well? who just said we shouldn't assume there's only one? I'm trying uh. to be optimistic. Mm. All right, I can appreciate that. Let's just go deal with this thing here. Uh, okay. I, mean, I, I wait, really get the, I really get the impression go, that we yeah. we do have those potions of invisibility. We got we three, so you you drink them up. I cast invisibility on myself. You know, maybe you we don't even have to. turn things invisible. No, just myself. Uh, 
sorry, I I, uh, I should have mentioned that. Um, but you know, I just don't want to simply you know run run away, It'd freak anyone out. Um, but yes, I can, uh, in in uh, some circumstances, turn myself invisible. So that's a handy trick. There's no guarantee there's an actual exit in this cabin. I didn't see anything that looked like an exit. There's that too. Should I try to sneak in? Get a better look around first? I think so, yes. Okay. I think you you go ahead quietly, but we will follow close enough behind that if it does turn into a mess, we can quickly jump to assistance if need be. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Do we have a cold word if things go sideways? Beg your pardon? Should I just scream if things go badly? I mean, we're going to be close enough behind you that screaming won't be necessary, but perhaps take okay. one of those invisibility things with you. I'm if going really, to fire. If you end up in a situation that you don't think you can get out of or wait for us, maybe just vanish. Okay. Okay, I'm heading down a tunnel towards growling. Just, just one one caveat here is that mm. I feel like a lot of the things down here that live in the dark probably don't rely too much on their eyes. So mm-hmm. I'm not entirely convinced that invisibility will help us a whole lot. Just keep that in mind. Perfect. And I'll just crouch and start sneaking. Alright, give me a stealth check. 13. A 13. You start moving towards the um, cave, cavern, the open, more open area. And, um, yeah. Do we get a scene of, like, having to inch your way past everyone on the aisle at the movie theater? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That happens for a <laughs> moment. Just, a little cave. Excuse me, pardon me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. She disappears <laughs> into the darkness. Um... Yeah, you move forward until it opens up and you now become aware of this cavern. It's much larger than the very small little areas that you guys have been coming and going through since leaving the uh, first cavern that you were in. And this is even bigger than that. Um, ahead of you, it it turns. It, it sort of... Um, uh, as soon as you enter the cavern, you're met with a wall on the other side. Um, but you can see that the the... Um, I guess pathway goes around um, the area that uh, the creature is on. Um, curling away from you is this kind of thick algae covered mildewed water surface. It's impossible to tell how, how deep it is. Um, running down the walls of the cavern is more water and at the center of this kind of um, cavern is a nest. It looks like a bird's nest um, filled with sticks and bits and things um, that has created a kind of strange looking um, large nest. Inside the nest is not a bird, it's a, a mammal of some sort, a very large looking beastly creature can you guess what its hands look like at a at a at a wild guess it 
Its hands look similar to the bone of the hands that you um, saw before. There is a um, very large looking uh, humanoid-ish looking beast. Um, large kind of wolf-like paws on its legs, but standing up on these legs with these very, very long arms. One of them reaching all the way down in front of it um, to touch the ground. Um, the back kind of hunched with thick furs all over it. Um, two very small eyes glinting in the darkness. A row of teeth that are all completely sharp um, and these kind of pointed ears. It even has a very small kind of... Uh, furry beard coming out from underneath its chin um almost entirely gray and staring directly at where you are um not growling not making a noise but as soon as you appear in this cavern you see its ears twitch and it looks towards you um watching you behind it inside the nest there's movement can i take is it possible for me to silently take a ball bearing from my bag? Absolutely, yes. And I would like to flick it away from me against a wall or something? Yeah. I just want to see if it's based on sound. You flick the ball bearing at a wall, it um, dings a little bit um, before plopping into the water. The creature follows the ball bearing quickly, like a dog might follow a toy, and then it puts its eyes back on you. So it seems like... Do I get the vibe that it's looking right at me? Can see me fine? 100%. It's looking right at you. Fuck. Okay. I... Slowly walk back until I hit one of my friends. Yeah. And I just, I don't even move my head or I'm only moving my legs. And I just say, it's right there. It can definitely see me. What was it? I don't fucking know. Does it look killable? Yeah, give us something it's... to work with here. Okay. Take a human and stretch him bigger, taller, make him really hairy, and have their arms long enough to dangle nearly to the floor in front of him. Beady eyes. And it's standing in front of a nest. And in the nest, there is movement. Oh. Not alone. <sighs> yeah, so maybe we could try to sneak. Not sneak. It knows I'm here. We could just try to calmly walk around the edge. Hey. Merlin, remember your policy on talking to things that want to eat you? Yeah. You might have to bend that policy here slightly. Mm. What makes it's, you think it's going to talk to me? 
It didn't kill me. It's it's got mouths to feed, okay? Like, if it saw saw her and it. If it saw her and it didn't jump right away, then the thing is obviously not hostile. It's probably just irritated that we've disturbed its lair. If you can communicate to it that we just need to go around without a fight, maybe we can avoid getting into a scrap. That, or we could just take the invisibility potions and I can go invisible and we could just, you know, make our merry way around it. Fire, did this thing have big ears and a big nose? Did it have big ears and a big nose? Big ears, yes. Nose, not so much, but it also does look a bit like a man bear wolf, so who knows? Big ears, yes. Big nose, not really. I'm not entirely convinced that anything down here is going to be fooled by turning invisible. What I could do is go myself and just walk around very slowly. Is its nest blocking the exit or the path forward? Is it like right in the way? Can we not go around it? We can go around it. I think Merlin should try and talk to it. I think I think we all just move around it as far as we can. And if it gets close, maybe... Merlin, I don't know if you actually use words or if you just like brain talk or whatever, but just kind of communicate to what? it that we're just going around. Well, first off, I don't even know what it is, so I, I I may not even be able to speak its its language. It's like if a human made a baby with a bear and that had a baby with a wolf. How would that Stop. Work? So mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not sure if I'm gonna have to go roar or a woo. Like what am I supposed to do? I... I'm sure you'll be struck with inspiration. The moment that it's necessary. Just I think if it shows and... agitation, that's when you. Yeah, just we'll just go around. Mhm. It'll be fine. Fine, fine. I'll try and talk to it. But if I upset it somehow, uh, it's on you guys. You only need you only need to talk to it if it comes after us. It might just let us pass if we just go mm-hmm. around. It. Okay, so you guys play the Always Sunny theme and it comes up Mm -hmm. with a title card that says Merlin upsets the man bear wolf. Um, (laughs) You you guys can head forward um, cautiously and quietly to the area where um, fire made it to and you can now very clearly see the area as well. Um, Just to reiterate what you're looking at, imagine a kind of... uh, uh, U-bend, I guess, or a C-shape. Um, you're opening up this cavern. There's a central kind of area that is is entirely rock attached to a land mass in the middle of what appears to be um, uh, water. Just uh, We'll call it a lake. Um, uh, and uh, you for sure will have to step into the water and potentially walk around the edge of this thing if that's your plan. Um, very quietly moving around the edge. Alternatively, you can just walk up onto the landmass with this creature on it. Um, the exit is behind this thing's nest, but far enough behind that you'd be able to do a big C shape around the edge of it. Um, as soon as you guys do enter the area, you see this creature, this kind of thing, shaggy kind of matted hair looking at you. Um, the, the description pretty much fits. 
Um, but it's for sure looking at you. Again, it doesn't growl or anything at you, but it is very aware that you're there. It kind of moves away from its nest, close to where you are. But again, it's on an island surrounded by this algaed water. Um, you're all standing looking at it, and it's looking at you. Again, behind it is a pretty big nest. The nest could easily hold it. It seems to live in it as well. But there's something else moving around in there. As this thing is looking at you. You know, I've just had a horrific thought. Mm. What if that's oh, the really? child? Hey. hey, Will. Yeah? Can you do me a favor really quickly? Stop having horrific thoughts. Stop fucking talking. Melon. You want me to try and talk to it now? It seems like around. it's not mad. It's fine. Everything's if, if fine. It's, if it's not angry yet, oh, I'll give it a reason to be mad. And I'm going to start rotating around it. And you, you said that to circle around it, we're going to have to go in the water, right? You're going to have to step into the water. Yeah. Again, it's kind of uh, covered in, in algae. So you're not okay. sure how, how deep it is. Okay. I'll, I'll walk to the water's edge and then just... Um, I'll put my foot, maybe. I'm already soaking wet from swimming anyway, and I'm probably still not entirely dry, so why not? I'll put my foot in, like, about four or five inches deep, fishing around for the floor. You don't find the floor. The thing is watching you. It even takes a step forward when you take a step forward. Um, it watches you as you put your foot into the water, and, yeah, it is deeper than, than four or five inches. This water's pretty deep. Oh, it looks like someone's going to have to carry me while I'm talking to it. I can carry you if you want me to. Yes, please, fire. Okay. I'll pick you up like a toddler. Okay, well, I also got to be facing this uh, this thing so that it knows that I, I'm okay. communicating okay. with it. Okay, uh, okay. uh-huh. Um, before so, uh, we go in, before we step in the water, can I see hear or perceive anything moving in the water or anything like that oh there's so much things in the water tiny little things skating around on top um okay small anything kind of... larger than say a chihuahua <laughs> no huh? those leeches were pretty wait, small wait, wait. though yeah i was gonna say uh, they went into the water yeah i remember mm -hmm. i really don't want to get bit by another leech yeah, Do we want to leave right now? Is there, are you saying right now we should? I'm going to take a single step towards the creature. Just one. The way that it took a step towards us, I'm just going to take one step. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mirror its body language and take a step back towards it and see how it reacts. It starts growling at you as, as you start to look it in the eye, move towards it, mirror its movements. Marlin. I I immediately uh, try and start communicating with it as soon as it growls. Oh no! What are you going to make me roll, Brad? D are you casting a spell, or are you just relying on oh. your ability to speak with small beasts? Uh, yeah, speak speak with small beasts. <laughs> this is a big beast. 
Um, <laughs> I know. That's why I thought this was a crazy idea, but here we are. Yeah, it's it like it looks the size of a. a, a I mean, it's it's probably six, seven feet tall. Um, oh God! It's uh, yeah, it's big. It's strong looking. It is. It is kind of the size of a bear. Um, what is the plan with speak with speak with small beasts here? You're just gonna try and commute, just speak to it and see what it yeah, does I, back. What do you say yeah, to it? So, I'm gonna try to say, you know, we we mean no harm. We just are simply passing through. It is growling at you. Okay. okay. Um, either it understood me and still didn't like it, or it didn't understand me at all, and it's even more pissed. Did you say something? What is? It, what did you? Did you say? Okay. Uh. And the fact it hasn't attacked you has to be a good thing, right? It just doesn't want us going near its nest. Mm-hmm. We don't really have a way of doing that unless we go through the water. And the water is full of the leeches, maybe? Probably. I don't suppose either of you have some sort of a magic trick up your sleeves to clear a path through the water, freeze it solid, anything? Mm, nothing. No. Of that scale. No, we got nothing. Yeah, worst case scenario here is we try to go through the water, we run into leeches, and this thing jumps us, and I don't want to have to deal with both at the same time. Mm-hmm. What's we can the maybe best case scenario? Yeah, best case scenario, I could... I could try to scare the thing off, see if that works. Uh, I, I, I don't... doubt that very much. Mm-mm. I can be oddly persuasive. Mm-hmm. But if that well, fails, it will surely attack us. Yeah, yeah it's, it's got a nest to protect. I think it's it's gonna, um, yeah. I wonder if I could camouflage us as we walk through. Even squirrels are pretty rapid, I would know. I could also just attempt to treat it like any other wild animal and calm it down. You could try. I kind of have a sneaking suspicion that's not going to work, but it's an option. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. Or I have an idea. Well, let's hear it. We leave. Oh, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm not entirely opposed, but if, if we circle all the way back and we take that other tunnel, what do we do when we walk into some other thing's lair at the end? Do we leave that too? We just perish in the cave? No. Wait for someone else to find us? Yeah, we could just okay. set up shop down here and yeah. move in. It's nice. We could decorate the place, get some tapestries. Yeah. We have to push past one of these things sooner or later. Or okay. I can regurgitate what I've eaten and offer it as tribute. That's actually a good plan. Honestly. Not the not the regurgitating part, but that's not a bad idea. Maybe offer a food. Mm. I'm yeah, gonna try you. fishing. I'm gonna try fishing one of my remaining travel rations, of which I've still got like six or something. I'm gonna fish out another one of those salted pork travel rations that I bribed Merlin with earlier, and hold it up, and then just kind of like show it to the creature, and then just 
th throw it on the ground like halfway between us and then I'll step away. Halfway between you would probably be in the water if you just want to launch it at the creature itself. Oh, no, 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 no. Halfway, whatever's the shortest path that it can take without going in the water. Like, yeah. you said we're in a C-shaped room, right? Uh, following, like, the ring of rock around the outside? Pretty much. Okay, um, yeah, well, then, I mean, not, not directly towards it, but, like, on the rock path between us. I'll just heft it down there and then step back and see if the thing will take it. Um, you see the the creature, like, react immediately, kind of uh, hunches down on all fours as you throw something over it follows the thing through the air flicks his eyes back at you guys flicks the eyes back over to the thing and then it catches the scent of the salted pork it cautiously approaches it it flicks its head back towards you approaches the pork sniffs it looks back up to you and then takes a bite um you then see it back up with this thing uh, in its mouth it picks it with picks at it with a hand and then turns around turns its back to you and heads back towards the nest you see it throw the food into the nest and then turn back looking at you guys without approaching you but from the nest now it sits down okay. hmm. I'm just gonna t advance along the, the circular path taking the route that that thing had just been blocking and just try to make my body language as obviously heading to the exit as possible and just walk towards the opposite side. Everyone else doing that? Yeah, I yep. will pull, I'll pull a hunk of meat or something out, something from a ration that I have and just not throw it yet. But if it seems like it's getting agitated or like it's going to come at us, I'll just toss it. Okay. You roll there. Um, it's sitting down and watching you guys now as you kind of edge towards the thing. As you get a little closer to it, you see it kind of move a little bit and it's watching you cautiously. The closer you get, the more kind of agitated it gets, but it's not like... It doesn't seem to be coming after you. It seems to have interpreted what you wanted it to interpret, that you're not a threat. Um... And then you guys just start moving around slowly and cautiously as if you're moving towards the exit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The um, creature watches you for the entire time. Um, once you get to the other side, it stands up and watches you as you move out of sight a little bit. It returns to its nest, lets a few moments pass, and then does another quick check to see if you've gone before turning back to its nest. And you guys continue on down the pathway um, almost immediately as you come back around this sea um, and open uh, and the room opens up to another section you can recognize um, a really pretty obvious looking thing um, there is ahead of you a um, what looks like a, a waterfall um, but it's not making any sound or no sort of um, um, rushing water coming from it, but there's definitely a waterfall coming down from an opening um, up in the cavern ceiling. You... You would also recognize that there's a, a, a very light glow, a sort of source of light near... Um, 
the base of this waterfall coming off of some of the rocks and slabs there um, as well as a kind of circular glow coming from behind the waterfall itself as you guys continue moving forward um, and your eyes adjust to it you can see pretty clearly that this is a um, a strange area the cavern coming to a, a point here this waterfall rushing down um, in front of you um, and then you see these kind of strange runes um, along these two slabs. It looks a little something like this, which I will bring you to, so that you can understand Ooh, kind of what so you cool. are seeing. Wow. Um, Shiny. There is a waterfall blocking a very clear passage out of this cavern. Um, it is, uh, um, there is a set of, of, um, rocks oddly placed, um, up to a hole with, uh, strange kind of paintings, um, around this passageway. You would have to, to climb up and then climb into the passageway but as you guys get closer you can see through this water very clearly um that this is a passageway out of this cavern um you can easily fit through it but the waterfall is frozen in front of the entrance not frozen as in ice but as if it's stuck in time sort of suspended and covering this opening there either side of this um, suspended waterfall are two enormous slabs of stone and there are these glowing runes um, present on this stone and, and sort of around the area a little bit as well um, the strange kind of green and blue lines and circles glow as if they're part of the stone itself not really as if they're painted on um, and they coalesce around a perfectly circular hole which is in each of these slabs large enough that you could pit, put like a uh, fit like an ogre's hand in it um what do you guys do this is at the end of that cavern mm, I'll, uh, I'll immediately investigate if i recognize these runes yeah give me an arcana check okay Fourteen is enough. Um, they're very sort of strange-looking um, runes. They they are nature-based runes. Um, they were probably placed here by a, a nature-based wizard or maybe a druid of some kind. Um, it's possible that there are sort of strange sylvan semi-deities that kind of exist, spirits and things like that that can control um areas like this but um you certainly recognize them as as nature-based runes um and they are abjuration runes that pertain to the warding of the circular exit um and i say exit um specifically because that's what the runes pertain to um this is a a, a ward to uh it's kind of acting like a door um, behind this suspended waterfall you also um going over these runes 
Um, we probably see Merlin take a few minutes going back and forth between the two slabs and then checking some of the runes that are running up the walls and maybe even behind the suspended waterfall. Um, you work out that when activated, the water will only run for 60 seconds before stopping again. You also see... Um, and everyone can make this out. Above the um, left-hand slab's hole is a very strange-looking symbol that looks like a shard of ice. And above the slab on the right, um, a symbol that looks like boiling steam. Hmm. So this hmm. this here is an, an exit, but um, it seems like we have to do something in order to activate it. Wonder how long this has been here. If this is Orias's handiwork, or if something more ancient than he warded this place. I think this is something far more ancient. This is abjuration magic. Right. So, how do we pass through the opening without it eating us, or turning us into toads? Well, I, I doubt it. It's it's going to do that, but um, it, it seems like with the two rune stones here, um. This is telling us exactly how we open it. And I think the only way is through magic. Okay. Uh, my magic repertoire is kind of limited. What do you think we need to do? I, I don't necessarily have... Well, judging by these runes, it, it seems like I, I can make out fire and ice, maybe. I, I only know fire. I, I don't know ice magic. She does. Mm. Well. Do you suppose we need to put it through the hole? Even then, even even if this works out, we, I, I don't even know where this may lead to. We, we may end up somewhere else. Are we willing to risk that? Our alternative is rotting in a dark cave. Hmm. Hmm. That's well, fair. There's no harm in trying. Can we get <laughs> to the slabs? Um, yeah, easily. It, yeah. it involves kind of jumping across the rocks. They're pretty big, but it's easily maneuverable around the area. Okay, just just in theory, <clears throat> assuming that you do fire and, and ice and that is a key or an activation or whatever, what are the chances of it, I don't know, summoning a massive monster that stomps on us? I mean, who's to say something can't enter? Uh, it, it, that That's... It's possible. Hey. It looks friendly. All right. Perhaps we should rest for a moment first. It's been quite the stressful journey so far. I'd like to do a short Luck. rest. Yeah, we could take a second here and catch our breath. We have a very efficient guard dog watching the tunnel behind us, so I doubt we'll have anything come from that way. 
So, as long as you don't piss off the creature behind you, <laughs> and you spend, you know, half an hour to an hour here, you can easily do a short rest. Um, Warlock will regain spell slots, and you can use a hit die, or as many hit die as you want, to regain any HP. Um, and any abilities you get back on a short rest um, you can have you also really haven't been doing anything other than walking cautiously since the um, leeches which kind of constitutes a short rest as well when you're not doing anything incredibly arduous which these tunnels aren't easy to move through but I'll, I'll give you the, the benefit of the doubt that you haven't really done anything crazy here um so we can assume that you're rested enough or recovered a little bit from the uh, the previous section. We good? Good show, guys. Yep, I just, I'm just, it's just me. It's PB. Everybody calm down. Calm down. It lives, but it doesn't. It doesn't. What a bait. It is a bait. It's just me. It's just me coming on for those who are lurking and listening. Unfortunately, the worst thing has happened. And that is that uh, Brad's moving tomorrow, if you didn't know. And uh, they shut his internet off early. So, we won't be coming back <laughs> this evening. But we, we will be back next week. Wow, yep, mm-hmm. Super fucked. But what a cliffhanger, am I right? What a fucking cliffhanger I love this show okay so if you didn't know tomorrow Fridays uh, we've got we've got um, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden we also have the After Dusk show that Brie does okay so she'll be talking about everything that happened today on her stream and that's Brutal Brie and then on Saturday we've got a new show starting Okay, and that's uh, Midsummer Mysteries at 2 p.m. Eastern. I play a fairy. I don't know if I'm supposed to tell you that, but whatever. Okay, that was great. It was a fucking great episode. Mm -hmm.